sexy motherfuckers to talk dirty to me the podcast where four people with four different perspectives on sex fetish and kink sit around and talk dirty to each other we have tosin awafeso stephanie slayton sarah marie curry and myself casey sammy e and we have a very exciting show lined up for you we unfortunately did not get a guest like we were hoping to but we will in the future don't worry i have one that i think i can nail down um We're going to introduce some new segments that we're going to do, at least what the segment is. It doesn't necessarily mean we're doing it this week. And uh, we're going to start with messy mouths. You know, when you say something and it ends up that your mouth was too full of sexy, sexy things and the words you want to say didn't come out right and you just end up messing all over yourself and maybe feeling a little ridiculous ridiculous the next day. (laughs) Sometimes our mouths get messy and we want to go back in time and correct, correct ourselves or update with new thoughts. Anybody have a messy mouth from last week? Sorry, church. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be... Uh, You're going to say that forever. Theme. Yeah, if I was too hard on the church, sorry, but... I don't think you have to worry about that. Try to do better. You're already doing great. All right, no messy mouths. I believe, I don't believe we mentioned this last week, but we, one of the new segments we have is Tosin, Tosin's Poetry Corner. I don't know if that's the official name, but... I love it. I love it. Here's the, here's Tosin's, the corner where the poetry happens. Tosin's naughty poetry corner um where tosin is gonna regularly write and read us his sexy sexy poetry and this week he wrote one specifically about spanking isn't that right it is correct (laughs) and and this one was really interesting because i i have several times before um like someone tells me something that they're interested interested in or like it piques my interest about it and i'll write poetry about it but I feel like this one was the most thorough that I've ever got, I've ever done. Um, Cause I literally like, I don't know how many I texted. It was 80 text messages I've sent to Stephanie asking like <laughs> detailed questions about certain things. And like, they were good them. questions though. They were really good questions. Oh really? So before you wrote it, you got like information about spanking from Stephanie. Oh yeah. I was, I was like, I just, I just wanted to like understand the psychology about it. Um, probably my favorite part was like, it is easiest for me to like digest someone's experience of something if I can do it musically. And so uh-huh. I got a lovely playlist um, that top tier. We highly recommend everybody get it. Um, is this, it's like a, Stephanie, is this your playlist for spanking? <laughs> is this your spank list? <laughs> yeah, it, it's my pain list. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. Which gave me insight. So that, that helped influence what I ended up writing as the music for it um, and everything else. Um, do, warning for everybody that is listening, there is um, actual spanking Foley in it. Um, so if that is a problem for you, go ahead and skip past this part. Um, but I hope everybody likes it. Um, I have shopped Thanks it to a couple warning. of- Yeah, I have shopped it to other people um, and they seem to really enjoy it. So I hope it goes well. And I am going to play it now and shut my eyes. Me too, maybe. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. I forgot to wear my hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. Eyes open. Here's the poem that I call that I wrote about spanking and discipline, called "Lesson Learned," and it's from the disciplinarians 
point of view. And here we go. You see, order has a purpose. It serves us, and when you are ordered into service and lying under the surface is the temptation to disobey, well, then a correction must be made. Disobedience will not be tolerated. Was I not clear? Have you not been warned? My instructions were plain yet again and again. I find you here reveling disobedience fine do you feel the change in the winds and tides was it worth it is that fear in your eyes or did you just see excitement in mind discipline is brought both firm and on time and I take pride in willing pain to remind the disobedient how to find their way back to order we must choose and implement an instrument of bonding sacred and intimate colliding with the forces of my discipline and your disobedience they shall be referred to with reverence the cane the belt <laughs> the paddle inert and harmless as they lay across the table one by one while you remember what they are capable of once they are in my hands focused on reminding you what you've done and shall not do again they become worthy of their uncharacteristic prefix each speaking a subtle dialect of pain chaining together sensations to punish you put your hands by your side we will expose your bottom soon but we shall begin just as you are lean across the table not knowing when the first stroke is coming as part of the dance moment after moment chance after chance waiting for the glimpse of a warning when the air races past signaling that the symphony has begun and one by one as stroke meets clothing to tell you the rules you have broken must be obeyed i will write melodies with your pain using it to sing a refrain a song you'll remember if you try to disobey me again have you forgotten the second movement where we harmonize with the cane lower your jeans as we move to the next movement the new sensation to bring an improvement now we mark down our melodies on a deserving canvas where one can read the bruises and whelps as musical notation i will write a masochist's masterpiece while you search for sensory mastery meditating mindfully while i masterfully perform for an audience this requiem of correction final standing ovation and after a while I see an expression of tears but a smile long ragged breaths of one who's completed a worthy trial and sure of how much more there is to endure you feel as though you felt every sensation but also know you could feel more a feast built of the ingredients of order and obedience and when the tears fall 
fall to the table. Tears you have earned. Tears you knew that would come if you continued to yearn for not listening. I gaze upon the marks that have been left and the memory of pain that I know has been burned deep in your memory of teaching you a lesson. And knowing that lesson is learned. Well, I need a cigarette. (laughs) Oh my God. My head's going to (laughs) explode. I want to be spanked so bad now. (laughs) Oh God. It, It is contagious. Uh, <clears throat> well, yeah, that was oh, it. You have a gift. <laughs> <laughs> so good, Tosin. Holy moly, I want to hear Stephanie's perspective, though, since she's a spangophile. Thank you for bringing him into my life, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, girl. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm so bad at in the moment words. You know, there's like tarot readers or card readers at parties. If you were to go and tell Tosin the things about you, that just made you tick. He could like do this in such a short period of time. And, and it's, it's remarkable. It's like poetry, but catered to one person. There might be people out there that heard it and felt nothing, but it was so specific and insane. I felt like listened to, heard. It was so beautiful. I, I thought it was insanely good. I loved every minute of it. It is really cathartic for me to do. I think like like do, do this process, especially doing it like for Stephanie, <clears throat> has like opened up like a whole new. Because I'm, I'm like one of my main things that I really enjoy is like pleasing people, and there's a lot of situations where it's like it's not really feasible, or our relationship is not set up in a way that like I could do this very specific thing. Um, but this gives me a way of like interacting with that for them. That is like very satisfying to do. And, and it gives me a, it gives me a way of like exploring it myself um, because it was like I, hearing you talk about it a lot. I was like, the compersive part of me is like, I like spanking because Stephanie really likes spanking. And that's usually what happens <laughs> in general. Um, but like digging into it and looking at it and like researching it and thinking about it and like then writing that poem and getting into that character of this disciplinarian, I was like, oh, I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, yes. Any, hello, friends. Anybody? Hi. Anybody, <laughs> like, anybody need a spanking? Because I will. Thank you. Well, and I, I think as someone who's not a, a spankophile and is not attracted to this fetish, it was still, it was such a beautiful window into that I felt like I was inside that mentality and I was able to understand and also your rhyme scheme is just so lovely Tosa yeah Yeah, I think the beauty of it too was that it it felt very specific but like Sarah Marie was saying too I do think that there was such a beauty of feminine and dominant being the like main characters in it where I think everyone in the world can relate to at some point have felt some uh, happiness from power or some happiness from submission and in some ways of life of life but I think that that's the beauty of it is I think those words are kind of triggering for anyone like punishment or so I think you know that kind of it's like salty with sweet those kind of like perfect mixtures of you're walking a fine line of if you said things like that to me in real life 
that would be very red flaggy. But in this fantasy world of like, you know, their punishment needing to be the ends to disobedience is a very like, you know, fant- it's just the lovely part of fantasy in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because I, I would want to kill someone if they actually wanted me to like live my life that way. That's just me. No judgment if people want to live their life that way. I just, that's why I'm, I don't think I could, I know I couldn't be married to a Spanko. <laughs> I don't think. No, yeah. The first three lines were, it was really hard for me to get started because pretty much what you're describing kept happening was like the, because the, the vibe I got from talking to you was like the, the, the essence of the act of discipline, from like everything that you showed was like, okay, that's important, which means that I need to like stamp immediately, like obedience is required and there's like a consequence for not having it. But every sentence out of my mouth about it was like, red flag, red flag, throw that man away, <laughs> throw the whole man away. And I was like, you're just gonna, and then, and then that's where, that's how I landed on order has a purpose. Cause I was like, yeah. okay, this, this feels a, a better leeway into it. At least it has like a villain arc, like, totally. um, like what is the word rationalization to it? And then it's not, and then it, and then I was able to like get through it. Yeah. Um, Can I just say that like, as, as somebody listening to this in the context of this podcast and the topic that we discussed when I heard that I just like I didn't my mind didn't go to like this is this is how somebody is commanding that that I live my life it was more like it was this fantasy situation. no totally that's but that's the beauty of it just so open but relatable I think still in terms of like that struggle with power, you know, I think anybody's ears perk up at certain words. There are certain words that I think are just globally triggering probably. Um, but yeah, no, it was so lovely. I'm blown away. There were, there were three huge risks that I took that I was worried about, um, that I would like to ask about if you don't mind. Sure. How did you feel about the spanking Foley, especially the transition from the over Jean's spanking sounds to the bare bottom spanking sounds. That's where I feel like I heard the most because I feel like there's so, <laughs> so many. Uh, it's people just, I guess, bare is always the um, end goal, like bare bottom or whatever. <laughs> Very triggering words for some spankos out there. Uh, but the sensation is different through clothing and through sets of clothing. So I like something to go I like, like a slow dance because it's a different feeling. It's a completely different sensation. There's more that can be taken. Certain implements feel differently on, you know, jeans or clothing versus skin. And so that was just a personal thing for me that if, if even people could hear, you know, that I think there's a lot of uh, bottoms who feel that way. Cause I've talked about it with other bottoms. Thanks. Um, the, I went back and forth 10 times on whether to keep the cane, the belt, the paddle line. Um, I decided to keep it. How did it go? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad you kept it in. Yeah. I, I, one of the interesting things when I was like researching about it was like everybody, everybody, when they, t- everything I reached and everywhere I looked at, when they talk about the implements, they always refer to them as like they are royalty themselves. Like no one says a paddle. They always say the paddle, the bell. I'm going to go get the everyone everywhere it's ever written. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I was like, yeah, that is interesting. 
my favorite part to write was the whole reverence of the implement part. I was like, because that was fascinating to me. And I get it too, because I was like, as the, anyway, I won't get that. <laughs> and then the other part was the doing the not um, the vaguely mid Atlantic British Shakespeare accent the whole time. <laughs> it was so lovely. Because it was, and I think that's where, like, my, like, inner fantasies I want to get, but, like, my across-the-pond fantasies of, like, um, you know, England and stuff like that, I think is also why I think of, like, the music that I sent in my in my um, playlist is mostly classical, and I know that that's, I was, like, kind of embarrassed to send it at first, because it sounds kind of nerdy in my head, but... <laughs> Because I've had single friends talk about their playlists and they're like, usually like rock, like, you know, like uh, kind of hardcore music for the most part. But there might be lots of people out there that also think of classical as fun. <laughs> no, I think classical is the correct choice. Oh, good. <laughs> Absolutely. As soon as, as soon as I saw their playlist and like, because I know, I knew, I know the seasons, the summer immediately. I was just like, yeah. it, that yeah. it was the easiest way for me to like lock in. <laughs> to like what type of experience and like the intensity of it and where the like focus all lands like the score that i even did is like me noodling around moonlight sonata in general side note moonlight sonata is a very special piano thing to me it's like one of the very first things i ever learned how to play on piano i yeah. pretty much will play it every day every time i've ever touched a piano i've probably played some version of moonlight sonata nice. oh well it was Great. just gorgeous Okay. Thanks. All right. No, Hi. thank you. What, what else are we doing? Hi. What, uh, I forgot. I forgot to open show with our need personal, a drink. Uh, with the personal uh, journey updates. I didn't have a meeting with my slave. It was canceled. Um, okay. I know, right? This is my journey. <laughs> I'll never get there. However, no, trust it. Trust it. I'll trust I, it. This is honestly this that's is, on brand for King Journeys. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty much you have to like pay the scheduling gremlins for like six months. Yeah, <laughs> fair that enough. Makes, it's that happening. makes sense though, because I feel like there's probably a lot of willingness on the on the part of people diving into this, but then yes. like some wait, 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 right? Yep, that's my assumption. Well, I mean, I'm see, he's the one that wants he wanted to meet on a Saturday. And I didn't, I wasn't able. And then I didn't I think, respond to that text. <laughs> I think that might be a good difference of like, to kind of somehow figure out how to explain on air is like the difference in someone who like, their kink is like a part of them. Like they might think about it at least like once or twice a day. You do want it to feel right, like a hundred percent right. But you're also not going to like, I don't know. I don't want to say things that aren't true for everyone but it feels like they're not going for a relationship where I feel like that's why the feelings don't get hurt as much like mm. I have there's a, another couple that I that has wanted me to play because he is into this lifestyle like me and she is not and she's wanting to demonstrate for her to see and to see if it's anything she'd be interested in. And that's what makes her comfortable. Like she says she needs to like see it first before she experiences it herself. But we've hung out like three different times and nothing because she, I can just read her body language and I'm not going to push that. Like until she's a hundred percent ready to, 
to say that she wants to see, you know, witness it or experience it. Cause it's not, I'm not about to like cause trauma for someone. And I just, she sent me a really long text message after I left last time that said, thank you for like stopping. And thank you for like reading me. Cause I think that you do want to please your partner, right? You want to like, you want to see what they're into, I would imagine. And so, but I think it's just as um, important to like give them that time. So like I'll spend as much time with them, you know, if they become friends of mine, like I'll give them the time they need and maybe it doesn't ever work out. But luckily, like I really adore her and she's so lovely, but I don't think you can like push that too hard. So you kind of have that risk of like, I know each time I go that it's not going to be a hundred percent. Like it's, it's, we're going to feel each other out and it, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Well, so it, it has been rescheduled since then. Finally, okay, good. Yeah. He, he finally was like, can we please do this? So it's scheduled for this coming Saturday. Ooh. He threw some new things on the table that he was like, he was interested in having me spit on him. And he was, I want to, and he was, he said, he also wanted me to feed him snacks with my toes um, and put my yeah. toes in his mouth. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Casey, <laughs> are you, are you practicing your toe dexterity to like, <laughs> toes are so dexterous. They are so dexterous already. They've been waiting for this moment my whole life. My well, toes you guys- are like, we are ready for pretzels and peanuts. Well, you've got yoga toes. They should be. Yeah, that's I have us. yoga toes. I have <laughs> yoga toes. Um, and there's nothing, you know, he always, it seems a little cautious when he's, he asks. He's always like, um, how, he, it'll happen over days. Like on Monday, he'll be like, how do you feel about spitting? And to me, I hear that question. And I'm like, no, thank you. Do not want to be spit on. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I give like a lukewarm answer. I'm like, mom, I don't, what do you mean? I am not, meh. And then later he'll be like, but will you spit on me? And I'm like, oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, I will spit on you and shove my feet in your mouth. You mean for you? Okay, fantastic. He's never said said anything where I'm like, I'm not going to do that. It's usually, will you do this thing to me? And I'm like, (laughs) yes, that sounds awesome. I will feed you snacks with my toes. Daisy, <laughs> what's the most advanced thing that you can pick up with your feet? Like how small we talk in here? Like a pea? Can you pick up a pea? Oh, I can pick up a pea with my feet, yeah. Wow. I kind of yeah. want to see a demonstration. I would also like to see a demonstration for science. <laughs> for science. Um, I'll, I'll give you guys a demonstration at some point. I don't know how to do it right now because I'm on a couch in front of a computer, but I'll Pick up that something. whole pillow with your toe. <laughs> I mean, the people listening on the podcast won't be able to see yes. it anyway. <laughs> yes. God Holy listeners at home, she picked really up a whole pillow. Is that really that impressive? Anybody need to use my phone? You should hold that so people can screenshot that. <laughs> Somebody's going to screenshot that. I have it re- recorded, timestamp. <laughs> Amazing. As a, as a seasoned foot fetish haver put a watermark on it thanks <laughs> yeah these these feet have been Talk waiting for people to to fetishize them and ask for photos i will say that they are perfect in every way ladies ladies and gentlemen these and themsters uh casey sammy e just picked up a, a huge heavy fluffy pillow with her toes just her toes and she picked up her mm-hmm. cell phone very dexterously 
in her toe and held it up for us. It was it was impressive. I bet she could pointed, text. Pointed the phone at the camera, maintained a great arc. Showed, impressive. Showed all five toes. This slave is very lucky. <laughs> what can I say? I'm very talented. <laughs> um, anywho. Wait, so we, I have a five more questions. Are you ticklish? <laughs> Are your feet ticklish? No. Oh, okay. Well, then answer. Ooh. Do you know how hard it is to find people without ticklish feet? Is it hard? Yeah. There's not much on my body that's ticklish. It's, it is the, it is probably <laughs> the largest hurdle for exploring foot fetishes. Really? Tick, well, somebody wants to pay me money Casey, to explore that. Get right? ready. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Your email inbox is about to blow up. <laughs> Yeah. You, you want you want to start getting a bunch of messages on fat? Let me take a couple yeah. feet photos. For drop okay. your fat, drop your fat yeah. name. That's fun. I've always there are certain people that don't like their feet. I when whenever I'm barefoot for any weird theater thing that I do or like yoga, and people are like, "I hate my feet. Feet are so gross." I'm like, I like my feet. <clears throat> Sincerely, think they're beautiful. That's all. I, I just wanted to share my. I love that. My foot positivity. <laughs> um, so it's rescheduled. And then I also did my homework of starting my FET page. Um, I have one photo up and I wrote this terrible bio that I went back and read and then deleted. Not a no, bio. It's the just most, like, it, is, it is the most incredible photo. Read it. I want to know what it is. <laughs> I deleted it. The photo is up, but I deleted it. Now it just says, if you want to speak to me, you'll have to go through Tosin to speak to me. And I got rid of the rest, which was like, if you want my piss, you have to pay for it. Something like that. I read it again. I was like, this is incorrect. I don't <laughs> know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've had one was- request from... From somebody, Stephanie, that is a mutual friend with you, I was like, why is this person friending me? Which is probably the question I'm going to have every time somebody does that on FetLife, which just needs to be a question I don't have. So I did that, and I don't know what next steps are for that, as far as I like feel like my profile's wrong and uninteresting, and I don't know what to do. Well, why don't you... What is, why don't you write what you want to get out of this on there and don't worry about writing what anybody else wants to hear. Like, I just don't think it's very, this is what I would want to say. Pay me to feed you snacks with my feet. Right. Say that. Where is it? Type it right now. Type it right now. Type it right now and I will give you money right now. That's what would happen. People are (laughs) always, people are always writing about like, the honesty that they're looking for i like and literally like i am married in all cap locks sex is not desired at all like no sex whatsoever like in caps because i'm like we're not i'm not playing a game i'm not trying to be your girlfriend not trying to be your friends with benefits i am this is transactional so we need to be on the same page. Well, I think that's I even hot. That'll be like hot to people more. You're just like to the point. To the and then point. again, and then again, there's like, you could put like your vanilla life and just be Casey, you know, mm-hmm. say I am an artist and a beautiful and, human. And from an SEO standpoint, search term thing, people are going to search, feed me grapes with feet. And then find your description <laughs> on the profile. Yes, this is how this goes. People nice. will search things, and then they will, your profile will come up because you have typed that in there. Um, and trust me, I come from the I come from the far spectrum of transactional content writing about for like doing 
things with your bodies and other people's bodies. You're the, the original one that you had, not even close. You should see the things that are in my grinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what my Tinder says? Do you know what my Tinder no. says? What? Right no. now, this day, I'm scared. I'm looking I'm for scared. someone. I'm looking for someone to for, let me go down on them and send me home. Oh, a, that is what my Tinder profile says. Wow. <laughs> right. I, I think I think I said it so that it's generally gender neutral. Right. But that's because my Tinder is very specific. It is for to do and accomplish one specific thing. I know I'm getting swiped left by thousands of people. That's fine. I have it there to do one very specific thing. And it works. Tosin, mm-hmm. I have a question. Do you like you like going down on on the female of the species? Do you also like going down on the male of the species? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Samory's making a, a, she's looking up and to the right. Five, five more questions. <laughs> I just, I always, I just always equate, like, it makes sense to me that you're like, I would like to go downtown on a, a lady and spend an hour there and the lady could hang. But I just, I can't, I can't fathom a gentleman withstanding a blowjob for that long without... I, I feel like it's a shorter time period and that might just be my bias that I, I think say some men have practiced at lasting a long time. Yeah, that's much. true. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've run the spectrum a week ago. I was, I was stuck in a room for 58 minutes and I was like, we're gonna have to call it cause I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. that was my, that was my question. Like, are you particularly looking for the gentleman that has practiced long longevity or is it satisfaction at any level giving pleasure uh the, the overarching goal is uh i am aiming to please right uh-huh. i have worked on the physical stamina abilities to last as long as i possibly can it is generally a more physically rigorous activity giving fellatio than for if you don't know what Felicia is, is performing oral sex on someone with a penis. Um, did we say penis? I said it. Yeah, um, penis, dick, <laughs> talk. Penis! <laughs> right, uh, that is generally a more physically rigorous activity. So my my time frame for that is shorter. I'm, I'm still am proud, but I can pull off. Um, hey. But uh, but, I, but also, like, I have more practice doing that than the other. Um, so I've been able to keep the times relatively short. I have, I have no complaints at this, at this season of my fellatio giving, I can, I feel pretty firmly confident. We'll be fine. Amazing. Uh, I also have a messy mouth right now. I shouldn't have said, uh, going down on women with vagina, just people with vaginas, any, any vagina. Can we, can we go back to talking about me? Yes, yes. Sorry. Thank you. Listen, three more questions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not uncool to say, "Pay me money to do this thing." No, not at all. I bet some people have that as their kink, maybe. Right? If if there's every color and spectrum in the in the whole universe, there's got to be someone that's like, "I just want someone who will tell me to pay the money to step in yogurt or whatever." Right? I have I have a question. Mm-hmm. What is 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 that? sex work though and and is that legal and i'm only asking because is it (laughs) (laughs) i'm only asking because i want to know right like i would wonder if does fet have rules like that 
Uh, Fet is sex worker friendly. Um, as oh, far as amazing, as, <gasps> get out of here. As, as far as prostitution laws, uh -huh. as long as you do not make an agreement with someone that the reason that you are receiving the money is for a sex act, you have broken no laws. Oh, right. So the, the general that loophole so that important. happens when you're interacting with a sex worker is you are paying for their time, but you're paying to consult with them, um, and the sex is irrelevant. Um, and so you, it's not like generally the, there's, we can get into that, which is why Sasta was so bad and losing Craigslist was so bad because it gave a really good way to handle all that. Um, but no, Casey, please write on your profile. You can just leave your cash app or PayPal there. And there is a, there is a whole kink. It's called Findom where Findom, yeah. people have draining sessions, which is literally getting on a Skype call with someone and they show you their credit card or text it to you and then they watch you spend their money. <laughs> this is my future. Yep. This is my future. Guys, I take it back. I'm not conservative or um, um, I'm I'm real I'm real I'm real kinky. She says opening up a fat life account right now and uploading a picture. <laughs> I can do I can spend, I can do that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So would it be okay to say something like available to drain your, to max out your credit card? Oh, yeah. Be careful what you say you're going to drain. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, there's, I would definitely, I would definitely like get mentored by a Findom. There's, it gets, it can get tricky and like, not like legally tricky. It's just like, a, as a, as a person who enjoys like sugaring in general, like the, the general realm of it, uh, it is easy for me to like spot bots or people who are not making or won't make the experience worth it um uh -huh. so there's like there is something that i'm hoping to gain out of it by sugaring that is, even if it's like just watching you spend my money like that is as an experience that i'm looking for that is that requires skill to perform which i'm not worried about you being able to do but i would overlook you if your if your posts are not set up in a certain way right the, that's the only and, kink I might judge. <laughs> <laughs> My kink, no. Just, My I'm just joking. Kink. No, 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 no. Someone, someone wanting to watch someone spend their money, like unless, like when they just call charities. I watched a whole documentary on femdoming once because I was like, this sounds. Fun. No, no, no. Femdoming sounds amazing. I just there's somebody out there that wants to just what just give their money all the way that's amazing is that yeah. like a lifelong job like like do you stay with them not like stay with them but like is it an because you said there's no agreement right you can't sign an agreement yeah or no could I, you? most fin if, if someone is strictly a fin dom it's usually just draining sessions it's usually like we get on a call you give me your implement money implement i spend your money in front of you and you can watch me do it and i can humiliate you or whatever else you want or want for that experience while i'm doing this and then we leave the end they're mostly on they're mostly online they're mostly not in contact they're mostly don't happen that way um it, i will I say think, i've definitely tried to get mentors before like dom mentors they are hard to find like i looked for a fin dom and a humiliatrix mentor both before and i don't know i don't remember what the results were but i, I remember being like well i guess i have to figure it out on my own and hope i don't fuck it up that's so interesting. Are there, is that what they're called? Like there's dominatrix, uh, like you could have a mentor, someone who would like kind of walk you through how they did it. 
I, I, I believe so. I think the where it gets Super sticky Bowl. is that they don't want to give away their like their clientele. Oh, I see. Right, so they're like, "Why well, I don't want to mentor you because I don't want there to be another dom in my city." Oh, I Whatever. see. Ooh, there's enough. Hard to find. There is enough. There's, <laughs> there's enough. enough. Yeah. There's right. enough to there's go enough. around. Always. Yes. There's enough yes. credit cards and toes and snacks and yogurt. Everyone and yogurt together. So, um, hold on. No, so, Casey. <laughs> I just want to finish my update. No. All right. So, so I'm going to change my fat life profile to just say what I want. I Tosin, I, I printed out the form I needed to print out to turn in to go to the party on the 14th. The yes. sex party. The, the sex party. So I'm going the, to a the sex sexual party. party. Because something else I want to do is take a harem of slaves. And I want to keep them snacks with my toes in front of people. I want to watch this in real time. You can. You can. I just forgot to go to one party alone and get a feel before I brought like I also I have to get a harem of right now i only have one and we've never met um <laughs> keeps getting canceled um so i'm gonna i'll redo my fet life profile and then i filled out that form which you turn in at the entryway and that is and also next time i will hopefully have had a meeting with uh with a slave my profile will be updated appropriately and i will have been to a sex party oh that is impressive thank you pew, 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 pew. Hopefully we start generating some results. Hopefully we I have will. to get the salt out from between my toes, you know? <laughs> I love it. That's a lot of progress, Casey. That's amazing. It is. That I'm is incredible. You do my homework. Is Toast and SMC got updates? My update is that I just have to say why I keep talking about yogurt toes. Are you ready? <laughs> because Casey and I covered this film for Bloodsuckers Pod called Vampire's Kiss starring Nicolas Cage. And one of the... One of the trip it was so terrible. But one, one of the trivias we read was when Nicolas Cage was doing his sex scene with Jessica Beals and she was biting him on the neck and he and was she's a hot, hot woman, by the way. She's oh, a hot, yeah. hot woman. And he was she splash danced. Water. Um she she was biting his neck and he was making rapturous, like yes noises. And there's a trivia that says to, in order for him to be able to do that, he Get asked, turned on. He, which you don't need to do anyway. He <laughs> wait, asked, wait. Yes, you don't, you shouldn't get turned on when you're filming a sexual scene in a professional film. You, you probably will if it's done well. But the thing is, if you're not turned on, that's fine. That's how you apply your acting skills. It's called acting. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. on. This is a great fact. And to have a safe set, you should actually desexualize all of that and treat it more like choreography. Not the point. He asked them to pour hot yogurt on his toes because that's what he needed to get there. So I think he might have a kink or at least did. Uh, I, uh, yes, that's like, like, that would be like me asking to be spanked by someone on set before. Like, are you kidding me? Nap never in. There's nothing appropriate about that, in my opinion. Also, hot oh. yogurt just seems like it would curdle. Uh, <laughs> no judgment, well, but. Tosin, are we yucking your yum? I'm so sorry if you like hot no, yogurt. No, toes. no, no. I, I would eat yogurt off of someone else's toes. Uh, I don't know about hot yogurt. Here's where I'm stuck. 
who's the PA that had to pour hot yogurt <laughs> on Nicolas Cage's toes so he you could moan louder? Right. You want to find them and interview them? You want to know what else is real fucked up about it? It was a non-union production, which means that PA was not getting paid well, like at all. So yeah. me, I, I just want to be clear. Someone's story mm-hmm. is, what did you do at work today? Well, I had to run to HEB, get some YoPlay yogurts, go to the microwave in the break room and microwave it and pour in a bowl and then hide under a tape, hide under a bed while Nicolas Cage pretended to have sex with Jessica Biel as he'd been on the thing and pour hot yogurt on his feet to make sure that he moaned loudly. Unfortunately, the boom guy got it all wrong. So I had to, I had to re-microwave another set of yogurt and keep pouring on Nicolas Cage's toes. You know how hard it is to clean up toe jam and yogurt off a floor off of the bottom of a bed? It's ridiculous. Uh. I quit. I don't want to do this anymore. This is, I'm just making sure that that. Yeah, that's somebody's story. Casey, we have to write this scene and film this scene of someone coming, coming, someone coming home from work and being like, hi, honey, how was your day? Well, let me fucking tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. Please please do that. How about you, Tosin? The poem was, was pretty much my most, most of my focus of, you know, sexy time things, getting ready for the party. Um, next Sunday is. Oh my God! Are there things we have to do to get ready? How do I get ready? N- no, just like emotionally and and mentally. Like, do I'm, I have I, to emotionally prepare? I, I mean, it's going to be. I was an just going to mainline porn for all night. <laughs> that wouldn't do it for you. Have you? Yeah, like I've been in a lot of group sex scenarios, so I'm like I'm like prepared for that energy. But this is definitely going to be the largest amount of it happening um and so i'm just you know just like dealing like men's preparing for that and i've done it as a wallflower and my goal is to be able is to try to approach someone to do some rope stuff uh maybe more than that um if you're if you're all coming with me i will probably not do any sex acts while y'all are there um but if you know y'all leave before me then maybe um then i'll watch you have sex it's fine okay fine with me uh, <laughs> yeah it was for y'all's comfort anyway i don't care <laughs> um but but yeah my main goal is like to try to either approach someone or get it approached and in front of people do some rope stuff and do a rope scene and there's a couple of like dream scenarios that could happen but you know i'm prepared for anything but you know just like mentally preparing myself like you're, you know, you're worthy. You can happen. Everything's gonna be good. Everything's gonna be You're fine. worthy. Toast. Yes, you are. Hundred percent. Absolutely worthy. worthy. If you can't find a person, I'll be your person. Oh. So what we're gonna do today is when I was filling out my FetLife profile, you had to go through this really extensive list of fetishes, and it was so long. It was like a scantron test that just never ended and poorly edited because I swear to God, some of them repeated three times. So anyway, some of and a lot of them, I was like, what is that? So I figured uh, we could go over a small portion of them for the next few episodes and talk about them and what they are. And if anybody has any thoughts or feelings about it. I am in a, I am in a fat group and it is little women. And we all do fanfic in our head of beautiful little women and people will cast really elegant actors because nobody would want it to be cheesy and no offense to the porn industry. I mean, no disrespect, but I do in a light that I have not, 
I'm sure I'm not looking well. I'm sure there is beautiful erotic out there. Again, I'm not acting like I'm new to this. It's just, I see it. I see it in groups like that. There's also a very big group for Little House on the Prairie. Like, oh my God, I love this. You don't have to, we're not going to copyright. I don't want to reenact Little House on the Prairie or even Little Woman, but that whole aesthetic is a whole thing for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. There's, um, there's certain, um, sexy books that I've read that are very sexual and set in the time period with corsets and big yes. skirts. And there's like a whole <laughs> subgenre of like, not nah, wearing underwear and having all the things. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. If you can get to it, you can have it. Oh, cute. I'm obsessed. I love you so much for your just just openness. Sarah Marie wants to wear eight skirts down to her ankles, but have no panties on. Yes. (laughs) No, I know. But it's, but to me, it sounds very sexy in the fantasy realm. I'm like, oh my goodness, 18 skirts and no underwear. Like, mind blown. (laughs) I can wear more clothing and be naked at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds on brand. Wild. Um, Wild. I, I don't want to, I want to make sure I'm not cutting off anybody's story, but I just thought of some homework that I can do. What is Yay. it? What is it? Well, I, you reminded me that the porn industry is mainly um, straight men, porn, patriarchal, objectification porn and there's this uh streaming service that i'm in a um i'm in a romance novel group with one of my favorite um bdsm writers and she talks to us it's great but she recommended this app called passion flicks and all it is is a collection of romance movies have you heard of this tosin vaguely i was thinking that maybe my homework would be to watch one of those yeah oh my god i would love that yeah because there's some like uh you know one of them's called like dante's inferno and it's like a <laughs> boss in a button down with a vest and like oh oh no yes. oh i think absolutely because i would want to know i would want to know so much from you from storyline to acting to <laughs> cinematography i would want to know everything yes because i can't i don't really get down with like the hallmark romance movies or modern romance but i know that that app has like a lot of i'll watch i'll watch something and get back to you i love that if i'm not reading a sexy book i'll watch a a a romance film yay because i'm looking for like thrill thrillers horror and erotic or sexual tension are so so challenging for most film making people at least it's like really rare that you find someone that can handle tension of any kind in a good way. So I'd I'd be curious to see if I could find that. Well, that's why I think for true films about most true kinks or erotic has to be shown in a fantastical sense or in a pornographic sense, because we're at such a sensitive and completely understanding sensitive time with like violence against women. So no matter how beautiful you show it. So it's almost like that stamp of like how something stamped rated R or NC-17. It's yeah. if there wasn't such a risk of like what you were talking about, like 
these male dominant kind of, it, I am even Scarlet. I, to this day, I'm sure I'm wrong because I haven't taken the time to watch all porn. I don't like it because I've never seen porn that made me feel a certain good or if anything, it made sex look kind of scary to me. Uh, that doesn't mean that there's not good porn out there. And that does not mean that the people who are doing the porn aren't amazing at their job and giving all those other people exactly what they want. But it does still limit other people who have sexual fantasies, but would like it, would like it like Downton Abbey. I, <laughs> you can I, make Downton Abbey very sexy. There is a documentary and I cannot remember the name of it. I will look it up later, but it's about um, depictions of sex in the film industry and how um, they show male perspective sex and you can get away with a lot more violence and male perspectives sex but um for example william h macy in the cooler there's a famous scene where he um goes down on the the lady actress that's playing his love interest in the film whom i can't remember off the top of my noggin but they they nearly gave it an nc-17 rating and they they made them like cut it and edit around it because the even the idea of a woman yeah. like not even showing anything below here but the idea of a woman receiving pleasure was like it's gotten to right well, and, and, and i can imagine it would be the same of like seeing a woman who wanted to be restrained and and receive pain it would be that would be traumatic for some people. Some people wouldn't understand it, but I think there is a way to show women that enjoy that though. And they're not in this, like, I feel like this is the trope for kink that drives me crazy with film is that these women are all damaged because they have these desires to be in pain where it's like, not that I feel the most healthy now that I actually experience. The <laughs> right. Or classic, like our most mainstream go-to that really introduced BDSM to the, the popular world wasn't even BDSM, right? Anastasia no, Anastasia Steele in Fifty Shades of Grey was not kinky, did not like, she loved Christian, and so she was willing to uh, yes. do all the good sex that he was good at, but it wasn't an honest exploration of someone that sincerely enjoyed being right. tied up or being spanked or whatever, Right, which makes me feel sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to write this down before I forget it. Good <laughs> combo, ladies. Good combo. Yeah, I, yeah, I love the i love this topic i love the trailer breaking this only fans i have yes one long suffering dream of mine is like making incredibly high production uh well scripted beautifully plotted um passionate tense kinky's like sex content but like we're like block like blockbuster james cameron level good and but but leave but opening like without having to deal with b being able to like display there there's a film that i think does it really well that i like on netflix noe gaspar's love if anyone has ever seen it i don't know if anyone really? know. noe gaspar's love that's interesting because i've never heard anything good about noe gaspar but i'll check that out i the the film in and of itself plot wise terrible uh -huh. um the why everything that's happening to all the people terrible the sex scenes are some of the one of the my mo, i love it i love how well it's shot okay. and it's like it's and they they don't care about like male nudity they're it's like they're they're real complete 
the, the hardcore sex scenes, like you see people, like the opening scene of it is like one of the hottest things I have ever seen <laughs> to me personally. And I'm like, and this is one of the first times I've been like, ah, this is what I'm talking about. Like, please more people get red cameras and light it well and have two people who are professionals at performing this in a way that is what great to be watched and like it's i love it like doing like doing their fully their own sexual stunts and everything like I, it's huge what thing. is a sexual stunt is that like a backflip and then landing with your dick in her vagina well, they're like coming on camera like so oh, coming on camera is a sexual stunt whoa yeah, I mean, does that mean there's a, a stunt double for it no, but I mean, like, it's, so you watch sex scenes in most movies that you see, like, you don't see ejaculations, you don't see penetrations, you don't see, like, real orgasms, you don't see every, all of those are are faked, right? They're not, they're not actually done, right? Uh, not always, but a lot of the time. And so, and it was like, oh, what would it be like? Because that's hard to do and perform on camera and perform it well. And it, it was beautifully, it was beautiful, it was beautiful, beautifully shot. It felt immersive and real to look at, like, and I want to be part of the process of making things like that. Like, I think the I think the idea of incredibly, like, high production capturing really great, like, intimacy, sex, kink, any of that is, I, I can't wait to do it. And then scoring it really well, because it's done to classical music. For the yes. And it is so when you score all our videos. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> With, without question. No, I'm, um, I'm with you entirely, Tosin. That documentary that I'm half referencing that I'm going to look up later also talks about how just like in the normal, normal film industry being like completely white male dominated, it's the same in the porn industry. And there are these like little subsets of people that are like, I would like to do a little women porn with like a really good <laughs> story and a really good score and uh but they're so like i wonder if that's developed since last time i saw do it tosin is what i'm saying become become a beautiful f filmmaker of sexual I'm, I'm almost there the the poetry is the first step to get really people. this well, is your like goal plan I, vaguely yes like I, I i recognize that like when i got into writing more erotic poetry that i am writing scenes like i'm not writing poetry about the concept of things i am writing scenarios that i could that is a the film poem we just learned is a script that i could film and shoot and it is a story in my head that i could see and talk through and so are most of the other ones that i've written and so and i I have all the technical skill sets to do any, any all of it that I want. I need about seventy thousand more dollars than I have, but <laughs> and, and then personnel. But no, I, I've totally been spending a lot of my life gearing up for this. And you know, doing this podcast actually too has like taught me a lot about my like myself and like how I relate to sex and sex in, in intimacy and like physical gratification in general and how that integrates and makes me relate to the world. And it was like. I want to make more art around it. Like all of this, all of my skill sets are coming together and gelling in the whole, in, in the whole. Ready you're to having a, a, you're having a confluence. Confluence of skills. Confluence. It's beautiful. Gelling in the hole. They're gelling in the hole. Hey. <laughs> I'm excited about this. Yeah, I can't wait. Take my money whenever you may. I've successfully set off, like started a few people's OnlyFans or Fansleys 
One of them is doing really well. They hit top 1% in their area the other week. Well, you can be our, um, our um, consultant. consultant. Yeah, we'll, have, we'll consult you. Amazing. Oh, okay. So let's... I just wanted to let you know, I don't know if anyone here does any type of astrology. I don't really. But today I saw a thing that this is like the most powerful day to manifest today. And I feel like that's just what we did for a little project that who knows what it could be little renegade studios yes little renegade studios little renegade studios are we all getting match tattoos yet please i'm like so stoked i'm on it um so (laughs) let me let me look up i don't need to look it up i already have it open let me open my my set life i've got browser tabs ready why am i lying i have all my porn bookmarks so the first few aren't that crazy, but we're going to go down the fetish list in that life that you read and check off the ones if you want to give it or receive it. The first one, if we're all ready, is bootlicking. But maybe like for the audience, bootlicking is when like a submissive literally licks your shoe, the bottom of your shoe. Okay. I watched a video a dom video once of a dom a uh, gentleman I used to be dating is now dating a pro dom and he is a filmmaker and he showed me some footage because he did a documentary on her and they had just gotten uh, gone to the airport and landed in some hotel somewhere and she was having somebody come meet her and he licked her shoe and I was so shocked <laughs> by how he licked it it wasn't just like Oh, they get in there. You're licking an envelope. He basically sucked on the bottom of her shoe. And all I could think is that man has hepatitis. Like (laughs) other diseases. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. those shoes have been in bathrooms. Those shoes have been on the street. Those shoes were in a fucking airport. Those shoes have been in gum. Like I was like, well, he's he's dead. You should (laughs) or he has the best immune system on planet Earth because he's had this. Because he's had this kink since he was a child. Mm-hmm. He was that kid in the playground that was like, had someone else's shoe in his mouth. And the teacher yeah. was like, Billy, what are you doing? Don't eat shoes. And he's like, no, no, this is the best. Billy's like, fi- this is my superpower. Mm-hmm. COVID didn't touch me. When you have an oral fixation, <laughs> you take it where you can get it. Okay. I was saying like, I, I'd be down to have somebody lick my shoe. And in the moment I'd be like, yeah, lick my shoe, do that thing you're doing, right? I'd behave how she behaved, which was being a dom and being like, mm-hmm. And then as soon as he left, I would march myself to the bathroom and wash my shoe off. That's how licked it was. And then when I talked yeah. to him about it later, and I, because I watched the video and I made a comment on it, he was like, yeah, we were both a little surprised by how much he licked her shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he was as well. Like the whole, the whole family was like, oh, okay but like after he left <laughs> yeah i anyway. i am i my oral fixation is all this flesh only i like i will i will lick the bottom of your feet i will not lick your shoe hmm. um I, I if you want if you told me to and i could tell you really wanted me to i would but i won't like i wouldn't viscerally enjoy it myself like hmm. my oral fixation is flesh centered um interesting so but and again i i don't would really care to have someone lick my shoes 
But if that is part of their submissive journey, I would do that as a service to them. Um, but I, me personally, I wouldn't get anything from it. As a sub, no. <laughs> I would never, <laughs> never, ever click someone's shoe. But that's just me. No judgment have, on doing it. I would have my Love shoe it. licked. I would not lick a shoe. Love it. Um, all right. The next thing is... Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wait. My response is, that's oh, private. Yes. That's private. That's private. private. I like that answer. Okay. That means she would like a shoe. That means that means you would like a shoe. That does not mean that. It means I'm <laughs> modest. I'm representing. You take a shoe. Uh-huh. Oh my god. No, no pressure. You don't have to tell us anything, Samory. Though you. your psyche involving sex in general is so fascinating to me. I want to interview you about it for ten hours. Okay. But later. Anyway. <laughs> we'll have to break that into ten different podcast episodes. That'll be a really long. Yeah. Podcast. It's okay. just 10 hours um, of me going, no comment. No. <laughs> That's private. <laughs> uh, so the next one is collar and lead or leash. Hell yeah. As in giving or receiving. I've done it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely called oh. people and led them around. I've never been collared myself. I don't think I would just for physicality reasons. I can't crawl on my hands and knees comfortably. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely, I've had people call Why, you, don't have to, you don't have to you don't have to call her you don't have to be on your hands and knees to be collared this is true um i also like i have not found a collar that would fit around my neck that they make in the kink sense um i guess I that's make ridiculous one. someone's got to make a collar your size I, i'm I sure they say, do okay if there was like a salem witch thing happening maybe <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait what? what the collar i could see like Mm. you're saying it's like about being restrained right like a like a choke collar right for like a dog i'm guessing the leash yeah leather a leather thing and a a leash well it's also about ownership right like i think the psychological of you are mine i own you here is your collar is part of the kink Mm. am i correct yeah that's probably true yeah that's what i've read in the books but i have no real life experience no comment that my my slave has mentioned wanting to be collared and it it was in a sense of being a slave okay i got you like yeah no not for me being restrained tosin's gonna pull out his leash and collar now tosin is leaving he's going to the gym this is my gym bag um that has gotta go work out guys bye bye Side note, I do love the hell out of that shirt. Tosin's wearing this like shiny black. It almost looks like an athleisure shirt, but the sleeves are made, have roses. And it's like, it's a black shiny material with black, like, like the background is black and the roses on it are pink and white. And it's really pretty and gothy at the same time. This is one of the Shein hauls. This is, this is also an option for one of the shirts. Nice. Um, I am showing a tiny little key on the screen, but this is the key to a collar of one of my partners who was somewhere else. It looks like a handcuff key. Yeah. And they, they, they have the collar for it. What are the BDSM is, is, would this be a collar? The thing that, um, is full over the head that like zips and then there's a leash attached to it. That's a, uh, depending, it's generally a pup mask but or a get mask uh, but the <clears throat> the kink is the same right so like the okay, following sure. ownership yeah thing. i got you okay 
In the oh, books wow. that I've read, there can be like temporary callers and there can also be like, you are officially my submissive, like collaring ceremonies that are really beautiful with like very high end mm -hmm. jewelry and things. I like that Tosin is nodding. Yes. My, so I was talking to one of my friends who is in the fat world and also polyamorous and has many partners. And I was like, I have this flame. I don't know what to do. And she had this great, and I was thinking, and like he had mentioned wanting to be collared and I thought that was a great idea, but there was a part of me that was like, I'm not, I don't want to buy like a $50 leather co collar for somebody that I've never met. Um, and I didn't say that to her, but she was like, oh, you don't have to get a collar. It's an invisible leash. And they oh. have to stay six feet from you at all times or however the distance that you, that you request. And if they go beyond that, then they're fucked. And if they don't, then they're good boys. Um, and if they do well with that, then they graduate to a real one. And I was like, that's genius. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. There's, <laughs> there's all kinds of fun stuff. Like yeah, you to, some, some people set up having to earn your collar. Um, you know, the, the gifting of it is like beautiful. Like the one I showed you, like they, uh, they picked out their own collar that they wanted to get. And it was like a present for a, a princess day I was giving them. Um, it, it's, a it was princess great. day. Mm -hmm. I want to date somebody that gives me a princess day. It was awesome. Yeah, I took them to the mall, took them shopping, got them lingerie. <laughs> it was a good day. It was a fun time. Amazing. Had fancy foods. Gave them, a, gave them a massage for an hour. Oh great. my god! Amazing. I guess it's kind of um, the same as like when guys gave their school ring for girls to wear around their neck for their pin. They for got their pins. pin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I mean, definitely, right? That's like an ownership type thing. Not in like a bad way, but sure there's some origin there. Some sure. ownership origin. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the, the start of an engagement ring is a finger collar. Oh God, that's so true. Everybody's See? finger collared except me. <laughs> but I got two babies. Um, so. <laughs> oh, you got two babies. You got the baby, baby collar. Oh, they're so cute. You are attached longer. <laughs> I'm here for a while. <laughs> oh, so this is interesting. So the, it was collars and lead slash leash. And then the next one below that is just collars. So I feel like collar on its own is something different than collar with a leash. The, I think there's like an umbrella of collaring, uh, which is like you can give people collars. You can have collars that say you're this type of thing. You can be a 24-7 thing whatsoever. There's like an additional step of leashing which generally will go with pup kinks, but they're also like oh, people go to parties with people like literally on leashes. There's the invisible leash like you were talking about. Um, but the idea that like you're led and your your physical movement is controlled by somebody else is the whole leashing part of the king. But it can when be physical, say, not physical. This is where I have so many questions and I don't know if I should wait till like after we're wrapped and ask them or what you guys That's want me to question. do. I, okay, so like, is a pup kink are you saying pup like a dog like pup that was my question then, like, puppy. Then, like a puppy like a puppy and then is that the same as a furry no 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 okay okay um, do you want me to explain the difference or just move, move on <laughs> i i just don't know it and i don't mean to sound ignorant and if that's something we need to take out and i should no, know i, I have a kink podcast that means other okay. people don't know yeah we're okay. learning we're learning together I, okay, I am okay. very I'm like really nerdy about the psychology of different kinks so I have like a, a lot of 
encyclopedic knowledge about like the Love. technical terms of different kinks and and i've also tried a lot of weird stuff um <laughs> so but i don't know i don't think people most people just know the kinks that they do they don't know all of okay them. i got you um all right i mean I, I feel like we do need to explain the difference between pup and furry now for other oh, people yeah, that yeah, may yeah. not be yeah yeah sure so uh furries are people who cosplay as animals like the the, the it is the like they put on costumes and they like a they, mascot style costume yeah mascot style costumes um there's um if if you've the <laughs> if you've seen the netflix show b stars if people were dressing up like those animals and interacting with each other as like human beings that have sexual relationships as those animals that they're in the costumes for that is furries right and okay people will they people who are dressing up like animals in mascot costumes having sex with each other is the reductive version of furries um they get a bad rap because i don't know why there's that's probably one of the greatest communities in the whole wide world those are these are the uh-huh. nicest people i've ever come across <laughs> um a pup a pup kink is you is generally connotated to like leather stuff it's usually leather pup masks and you act like a dog okay. and you're taking you're taking around this little puppy and you're owned by somebody you'll see images of it mostly with like leather gay men uh imagery but technically anybody who wants to be collared as a pup and have to follow the instructions of their master um is pup kinking okay moving on um degradation so i feel like this is in line with what a humiliate humiliatrix does is that correct Mm-hmm. Telling people that they're shitty and garbage and worthless. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm enthusiastically giver and receiver of it. Love it. Love it. Giving it to me seems very fun. I've not had the opportunity, uh, but now that I've met my slave who wants me to step on his neck, it seems fucking great. And before I had a problem with it because I didn't, I think I mentioned this on another podcast. I was like, I don't want to make somebody feel bad. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to like, feed into somebody's psychological trauma but then having conversations with Tosin and having conversations with this um slave I I I was like oh no it brings them joy (laughs) it brings them great joy (laughs) and then it became way more fun for me I was like yeah you're garbage (laughs) I have that I have that Marco Polo pinned So yeah, anyway, I, I, I love, yeah, I love it. Ladies. It's such your natural energy to Casey. I like it anytime to be, a, Here's, to be a, like, degrading to others. No, just to be really like, I think it's your Pisces energy, but it's just the, um, how can I put this? Like when you and I talk, and you ask me a question and then I prattle on about whatever for 10 minutes. And then you look at me with like this incredibly direct stare and say, you didn't answer my question. And I'm like, <laughs> Sorry. you know what I mean? Like it makes you go, oh, oh, okay. right? Like it's, it's it, your maniacal laughter says it all. <laughs> like you just have a very lovely honest directness about you and so i feel like you being a humiliatrix is gonna be like really kind and loving in its energy even if the things coming out of your mouth are like your poop you know 
I'm not. (laughs) Sarah Marie tries to humiliatrix. I don't like your face. It's (laughs) nice looking. Smelly. Uh (laughs) Oh my God. Well, you got time to practice before. Hit me up any hit me up anytime. I'm happy to happy to audit your degradation skills for science. Fantastic, Tosin. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think I, I could do on that. degradation, give or receive. I don't want to receive it. It just makes I would just punch something yeah. in the mouth. Yeah. And be like, we're not friends. I guess the <laughs> thing is, is okay, can I I have to ask a question. Would scolding fall under degradation? Um I wanna say no. I feel like they're different. Yeah, okay. it, it would okay. have to it would have to be your the scolding would have to talk about your not your worthlessness and, be, and that's why you can't do the thing that you were supposed to be able to do right so it would have well, to be like you aren't capable oh, of doing it and like you're if not it good was enough degrading to yeah degrading but- is you are poop and um the the other one is like you I've have pooped on things. the floor and that is bad <laughs> why did you poop on the floor Thank you for those examples, SMC. You're welcome. I'm here. You're perfect. (laughs) Everybody, the difference between scolding and degradation. Scolding is you have pooped on the floor. Degradation is you are poop. (laughs) You are poop on the floor. Right? But it's the difference. It's the difference psychologically between shame and guilt, right? Shame is a being assignment. Guilt is an action assignment. That feels like the difference. But there are... There are spankos who like to be like put in the corner. Like that would be degradation, yes. Cause it's embarrassing. Like that's the whole point to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would con- I would like consider degrading. I would I would say being put in timeout and it, it's probably it's probably more in the column of age playing and okay. than degradation. But I could I would consider I think the guilt shame line is a good way to do it. Degradation is about making someone feel ashamed of themselves, and everything else would be about like making them feel guilty for what they've done. So like, punishment okay. and all that, and discipline. What you did something bad, you are something bad. Well, we're gonna. This list is so long. We're gonna do like five an episode for the next eight years. <laughs> um, oh, that was easy. Domination. We'll do another one after domination. The way that Casey even said that is such a clear indicator. Domination. 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 (laughs) Enthusiastically give and receive for sure. Enthusiastically give, less Uh, enthusiastically receive, but would receive. It makes me want to be bratty. If somebody's like, do what I say, I want to be like, how about I don't? And you fucking make me. Yeah, totally. The response I have to that. And it's total if they could make you, would you be like, yeah? Then I would be like, okay, you win. And I, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not just going to be like, you want me to send you a picture? Okay, yes, sir. Fucking make me if you're, what are you, if you're a dom, then fucking dom. Please don't waste my time because I don't have time. I don't have time to do, to do what you want me to do. I'm too busy making fucking podcasts and films and living my dreams. So if you want a sexy picture from me, make me well somebody just somebody just screen recorded that to have that sound that's, <laughs> that's oh, man. scolding brat, 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 brat tamer tiktok is the most beautiful place oh my god i've never seen it that's the thing 
Oh, I bet in the TikTok. I feel like I feel like my algorithm has really let me down. Oh, Brad and Brad Tamer TikTok. Good, good. What? (laughs) Wait, is that the name of the TikTok? Oh, you yeah. You can literally you can literally search for Brad TikTok as a hashtag. Um, Brad Tamer, not so usually so much, but um, I feel like it could make me cringe. But there's there's some cringy ones in there, but there's some there's there's solid ones. Okay. <laughs> I'll take of course, a of course, there's a kinky TikTok. I didn't even yes. consider it. Um, all right, so the here's the last one we'll do: face slapping. Mm. Yes, please. Really? Oh yeah. Slapping or being slapped? Both. Wow. I don't think I've said anything yet that you were like, no, thank you, or had no comment. Everything you're like, yup, into it. Looking. How do you? Boots. Do you have to practice safe slapping before you? Yeah. I call it benchmarking, oh. right? So. You, nice. like you, you learn you learn a, you learn a bunch of things right like where not to do so you're like you're aiming for cheek side in front of the ear behind the eye right and then all that and then like benchmarking is like okay this how hard is that good is that good is that good is that good so on and so forth and so until you find out how hard is too hard sorry oh, wow. everybody i will put it i will add in a warning that i just slapped my face really hard <laughs> they're, but, they're listening to this they know what they got into yeah, um but did does it it hurts though uh sure but the the way that i like to explain like pain things is like you you talked about like you have a really high pain tolerance um because like didn't you like you have a you had like a fractured um, oh me i have a fractured spine and it took me 10 years to be like oh right so so you're that tickle in my back Yeah, Don't even like, get me started on your other <laughs> pain <laughs> that you allow go on. Uh, so you are have, a little bit of a masochist. I am. People have spectrums of like thresholds of pain, and like I, I believe that like um, the that like ticklish and erogenous and in pain are not separate things. They're spectrums. You can do the same action. And it's ticklish. If it's a little bit harder, it's erogenous. If it's a little bit harder, it's painful. But where those points are are different for different people, right? And so, and the like, type of pain, right? Like sharp and blunt, and all yes. of that other different stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, and then and, and then it's like for the giving for the giving of it, it's like like having to, especially with like face slapping, because I I really really one of the only places I'm really comfortable with eye contact is in like intimate ds dynamics otherwise i don't like looking in people's eyes because yes is in dom sub yeah because in real life eye contact is such an intense thing for me that in real life it doesn't make sense to do it and so it's like and if i start making eye contact with people the intensity level has risen to a level that is scored and is a masterpiece of human connection and that's usually too much at a wendy's (laughs) for me um, but if I'm like in a scene and like we're having that discussion and the communication I need to have with the person about it, like eye contact makes a lot of sense. So that's why I like face slapping um, and is one of the reasons. And then, you know, it tactilely feels good. Sonically, acoustically is really nice. Um, and being successfully like delivering pain and getting like getting out aggression and creating that scene that for the person, especially if they need that to reach a certain level, giving that to them feels really good to me. And, you know, all the things around be like waiting to be slapped, the fear of it, the, the time, the space, the con- the impact, the contact, the leftover, the endorphins that happen after you get past the part where it does hurt. That's well, all great. Do you like being slapped as much as slapping? 
Do I like being slapped as much as slapping? I probably, specifically with face slapping, I prefer to do the slapping, but I like I like it both ways. But particularly with face slapping, I get more personal enjoyment out of doing the slapping. If the person likes to be slapped, this all this all deals with like it just has to be a person who really enjoys being slapped in the face. Request it, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. even if they request it, like if they're half half about it, like I'm I'm not like super into it. It has to be like pretty earnestly, like I really love this. Then I really enjoy it. Yeah, I would I would slap somebody in the face if they requested that. Only if they requested it. I can I can see that. I would not receive point. that though. If somebody slapped me, I would punch them in the mouth. I- I would not slap, but I, it would, and for me, it would have to be like literally the most perfect school mom situation or so. I mean, it, it would have to be female and much older and that would be the only way. It would have to be Amazing. some fantastical situation that I'm sure Amazing. will never happen. But I other than that. Older now, you know, so I would make a video. I got into well, a- actually, I would do it with you. <laughs> okay, great. Done. I like this. I got into a situation at uh, my acting studio once where there was a scene that required me to slap someone on the face. And I said, we were, we were in discourse about it. And I said, um, how do you feel about this, especially in this level of intensity in the, in the scene and my acting partner, they said, you can just slap me. And I went, no, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with that. If you want to meet early and you want to practice and talk about it, I would love to execute this move in the scene. And they never took me up on it. And I was like, I'm not going to just willy nilly slap you in an, like, that's my biggest beef is when people are like, yeah, just do it. I'm like, no, you have to consent. You have to talk about it and practice and yeah, discuss. Can I tell you my thick thought around that? What? If I was in an acting scene and I was genuinely trying to meet up with somebody to do it appropriately. And they were just like, just slap me. And I was like, no, show up early. We're going to work on this. And they never showed up early to work on it. And I eventually had to slap them for the show. I would slap them in a way to make sure they didn't ever not show up again. <laughs> that's how do i say this in a non-sexual way that's real sexy casey <laughs> <laughs> i'd make sure they wanted to work on it before they ever got slapped again and this was just this was for an acting scene in an acting class yeah. so it's like okay we're not i'm not gonna slap you if you're not gonna have a like you if you have an inability to have a conversation with me about this ugh. yeah uh, sidetracked I- I slapped a guy in a telenovela. I had no choice and there was no, because it was Mexico City, there was no, they don't have the same um, choreograph uh, or fight choreograph rules. And so there was nothing. And I just kept, he just kept having me slap the guy. And I just thought, this is outrageous. (laughs) And he was fine. I mean, I'm sure. I'm not. Like, a, yeah, this is job. This is my job. I'm not a big, strong person. And I was definitely trying my best because I have had my the most basic stunt training or the most basic stage training. But I was trying my best to like definitely just do the fingertips and try to keep it as fluid with his face as possible but I mean you're in this emotional scene and they wanted it dramatic and I just remember thinking oh this feels real yucky Ooh. yeah, yeah. no I, I, I definitely 
because I have plenty of people who like they're people who are into like impact stuff. They'll look at me and be like, "Oh, you hit me as hard as you can," or stuff like. Everyone's like, "Listen, you underestimate how hard I can move my body. My arm weighs hundreds of pounds." <laughs> okay, so that's why, like, I have to benchmark. I am not doing this, like slapping you in the face without checking i need a i need a solid marker for me of exactly how hard it is i need to yeah. know it in my arm and my body because yeah i can i can easily break someone's face with a slap <laughs> not easily but like there's a hard enough to yeah. do that yeah no my hand is the size of most people's faces <laughs> he everybody he he put, put his hand, hand on his face it was, it was delightful that's what we're laughing <laughs> um all right all right lovelies that was today's show tosin and uh, tosin and i are gonna go stephanie are you going to the party um i am waiting to hear back if i am working that night and if i am not then yes i am going okay. so three out of the four of us maybe two out of the four of us will be going to a party Sarah Marie, do you have any homework? Yeah, I'm going to watch a Passion Flicks movie. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you like, if you like Talk Dirty to Me, um, please follow us on Instagram on Talk Dirty to Me Pod at Talk Dirty to Me Pod. You can also follow at Little Renegade Films. That is a production house that produces podcasts and web series and other sweet treats. Um, you can, if you like this podcast, you might also like Bloodsuckers podcast, which is a podcast where Sarah Marie and I review vampire films, and we're just hilarious together. So if you're a vampire lover, check it out. Tosin does the opening and closing it's credits so for that bad boy. Thank you, ma'am. Um, and that is uh, at on Instagram at Blood Pucker Blood Puckers Sod Blood Suckers Pod <laughs> at Blood Suckers Pod. <laughs> And um, we have Bloodsuckers, Bloodsuckers, Little Renegade has a website, www.littlerenegadefilms.com. And we have a Patreon. You can subscribe. And we don't have, I mean, we might, actually, we will. We have um, Talk Dirty to Me levels, and uh, you can be a Patreon for this. And here, here's something I didn't say that I'll tell before, that one of the segments is going to be um, Casey Tries It. So Casey Tries It! Casey tries it. So <laughs> that's my new segment where um, I'm going to try every fetish and or kink I can get my hands on that doesn't require things entering into my body or me being naked, um, completely naked. And I uh, will film it. Uh, filming it will, the film will be Patreon content. And I will talk, I will talk about my experience on the podcast, but the video will be behind a paywall. Um, and <laughs> I love the pleased smile Tosin has on his face during this whole, the whole making of every episode. He's just like, yeah, my dreams are coming true. <laughs> everything, everything is great. That smile is also um, half ceremony putting your finger in her nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so this is, this is my lead on a, on a, a guest to have in. I know somebody that I go to Burning Man with and they do needle play. Um, and I have no doubt that if I asked him, he would come in and talk to us about needle play and his experience giving needle play and receiving it if he receives it. Um, so I'm going to get with him and see if we can get him to come and be our guest. 
um, if he he will eventually, and then hopefully we'll get enough content that Tosin can also write a poem about it, and then mm. I can then have a needle play session with him and film film that for content. Um, and like he, like he needles you, yeah. Ooh, I didn't see that one coming. <clears throat> well, I'm not going to volunteer to stick needles in somebody. Casey tries it. Casey tries it. Except that Casey, you know. You know, needles go into your body, right? Huh? Like you oh, said, you said you're gonna do all the things. I really meant my anus and vaginal canals. Yeah. Okay. You don't need anything. Mouth, mouth is okay though. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, mouth is okay. I I'm not gonna. So have no figging for you. There will be no no figging. Yeah. Whoa. What is, what is figging? It's when you eat figs. <laughs> yes, I mean, you put figs there. You could, you could do that in fig. You could fig with figs. I don't want to know. Figging. I do want to know. Yeah, tell me. Figging is a in the, well, at least in the Sanko community, when you can't, um, you don't have a partner, and you don't like self spanking. Um, it, this is not just for Spankos. It if you peel ginger and you insert it, it is a painful sensation. But that also stimulates what you, you your anus, <laughs> like in an arousing way. Yes, but also in a painful way because you're looking for that. You're looking for the pain. A lot of like doms will do it to their sub as a form of punishment, but it's a way that people who just like pain can have pain and pleasure at the same time alone. Well, I, I mean, technically, you are absorbing the nutrients of the ginger in there. So that's also nice for your digestive system. <laughs> there will, I mean, there could potentially that's probably be true. Let me okay. rephrase what I said. There will be no <laughs> sex or things inserted to me in a manner that I deem to be sexual. Perfect. If somebody wants to stick ginger in my butt, I would potentially do that. <laughs> <laughs> Or if I could stick the ginger in my butt. I mean. I... <laughs> put, put things in your butt, people. Okay? I'm serious about this. especially toes. Put different snacks in your butt. <laughs> I'll put snacks in your butt with my toes. It'll be great. Um... <laughs> Y'all are getting me this podcast. This, is, this one, was, this one was tough for me. This one was tough. We nearly broke toes in. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? We'll have my friend in to talk about needle play. I'll do my best to do that. I'm sorry if I'm disappointing. I have another friend that I can talk about that I can see if I can get in to talk about his journey. And if you are listening to this podcast, please, please. Um, and you also have your own story or in your, your own kink that you want to anonymously admit to or not anonymously, anonymously, anonymously. We have a form on the Little Renegade Films website, littlerenegadefilms.com slash talk dirty to me. Is that right, Sarah Marie? Yes. LittleRenegadeFilms.com slash talk dirty to me. There's a form you can fill out that if you are a uh, expert in something, if you want to be a guest, if you want to share your story, if you want to, if you have a confession or a kink confession, whatever it is, you can fill out that form. You can put your name or not, and you can send it into us and we will contact you if it is something you need to be contacted about, or we will read your confession or your kink story, or maybe we'll call you or what, there's so many options, but please consider going to there and filling out that form so we can have you on the show or have your story on the show. We would love that and other than that all you sexy sexy people that is our podcast Tosin, are you gonna drop that 
<laughs> pull him on yeah, iTunes I, so I, people I, can buy it. <laughs> I will send it to you. I, I actually am going to, I need to give, I, I'm literally stuck because I can't come up with an artist name because I need to release climax compositions in this book of erotic poetry that I have recorded. Um, but I don't, I don't have a name for it yet, but soon, everyone soon. Why not Tosin? Tosin's such a beautiful name. Because I want to leave the opportunity open for me to do like more traditional music things. Um, I think it could cause a problem if the name oh, I which, see. which I released orgasm songs and dirty poems is the same when I try to do musicals. I see, I see. Um, I forgot that it, we're going to end things, but I forgot that I was going to end it with a dirty question. Mm. Yeah. Does anybody have, I'll ask one because I'm throwing it on people last minute, but if anybody want, has a burning one that just pops in their mind that they want to ask, but we have to answer. Like no? truth or dare. <laughs> also on the form that you fill out, you can ask a dirty question and we'll answer it. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. So does, I'll ask a question because it seems like nobody else has a question. Yeah. Okay. And then everybody think of questions because you're going to ask them. We're going to round robin it. So next time it won't be my turn. Um, okay. My question is, what is the most interesting place that you've had sex? I'll answer. My most interesting place is behind a dumpster. At the top bar of Speakeasy. <laughs> Whoa! How did that I, I happen? Have, I guess that's my trashiest. That's my by, trashiest. The DJ, by the DJ booth or by the balcony? <laughs> In the bar. Nice. It behind How did the that... bar, like. Yeah. Were you working? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nobody saw you. Mm-mm, it was the like. Bar? Before it was like um like seven thirty p.m. and it doesn't kind of at this time, guys. This was many years ago. It didn't get crazy upstairs till a certain time, and so it was pouring rain, and we just took a journey. Amazing. It's, the cute thing is, it's my husband now, but <gasps> that's wholesome. Just made, just made it. That just went from raunchy to really romantic. Okay, but we were not <laughs> husband and wife. We were. Barely, <laughs> barely anything at that point. So, and that's you know, it could, man. it could also be a very, it could be a one night stand. I love it. I love it. Tosin SMC. Um, I mean, the, the, the first one that sticks out is like under, under the bridge on Hancock. It's like, I've, had, I've had lots of sex outside. So um, there's, there's, kind of, there's, there's a weirder one. SMC go, I'm gonna see if I can find one more. But that'll be okay, my answer. Ready? I can't find one. Yeah. Are you, are you ready? I know what this answer is going to be. It's private. <laughs> <laughs> why, did I, why did I think I was going to have any time? Um, she was say, I love it. Private, or she was going to say, in my bedroom. <laughs> Wearing 18 skirts. No, just kidding. But no underwear. <laughs> Let the record show that I enjoy my naked, beautiful body in the privacy of my private time. I love that. Thank well, you. What would you do if you like lived in a culture where it was more appropriate to be naked all the time? I would leave. <laughs> the whole culture? <laughs> <laughs> I would leave my family and go to a new land where they had 12 skirts for women. Yeah. <laughs> And be like, this, this isn't the place for me. <laughs> I gotta go. But please I have mean, a, this parting gift of sunblock. I will say one of my favorite things about SMC's sexual relationship with her husband is that she 
wears so much clothing all the time that all she has to do, like he 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 was she gets rid of clothes and stuff all the time. This is one of my favorite stories. She's constantly like cleaning up stuff she doesn't need, and she was going through clothes, and she'll be like, "Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this?" And she held, she held up. Do you want me not to tell the story? No, please no. Don't tell it. No. Okay. It's fun though. It's a fun story. Damn it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're just. Can we do? Can you tell the story when we get off? That was a good tease. Okay. That was a good tease. <laughs> yes, we can absolutely. I'm sorry. It's not even like that sexy or bad. Casey. It's, it's private. private. <laughs> it's private. Okay, sorry. No, I'm not going to okay. apologize for being private. No, you do Some whatever you want. You set your boundaries. <laughs> Thanks. Um, All right, you sexy, sexy oh, people. Oh, at a sleepover. At a sleepover. At a sleepover. There was, there was sleepover. plenty of people like that we could have been caught. It wasn't like everything in front of people, but it was like college sleepover and we found a corner that was private enough and had sneaky sex. Nice. Okay. All right, sexy, sexy people. That's it on that note. We'll see you next time with all so many fabulous potentials for so many segments that you want to hear. So stick around. Okay. Talk Dirty to Me is a podcast by Little Renegade Films. It stars Sarah Marie Curry, Casey Sammy E. Casey, why don't you sound real sexy while you do it? <laughs> do I? No, why don't you? Oh, why don't yeah, I? Yeah. Like, okay. you, you remember how you read your synopsis? And yeah. Like, oh, you want me to do it like that? Yes. Okay, uh, great. <laughs> okay. Genius. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Talk Dirty to Me is a podcast by Little Renegade Films. It stars Sarah Marie Curry, Casey Sammy E, Tosin Alifesso, and Stephanie Sloan. With silent contributions by Taylor Novak. Title and closing themes by Tosin Alifesso. Follow us on the social medias at Talk Dirty to Me Pod. And for more of our offerings, go to LittleRenegadeFilms.com.